Good evening, fuckers and fuckettes. We're going to call this episode Wait in the Truck. Because there is a new, well, not new, but it's, well, newish song out by a guy named Hardy. Country song. Absolutely love it. Fucking incredible. And every time I hear it, it makes the hairs in the back of my neck stand up. And makes me think of a couple of memories. And, uh, I don't know how long this episode will be. But got a couple of memories to let you guys hear. And if you haven't heard that song, Stay in the Truck by Hardy yet, go fucking listen. It's worth a listen. And, uh, Hardy, I'm naming this episode Stay in the Truck because it's a little bit of clickbait. Maybe I'll catch a few more episodes or a few more listeners if you end up hearing it. One hell of a job. I love all the stuff I've heard so far. Alrighty. So, me and Hillbilly, I believe we were coming into town to party one night in the old 79 T-Bird. And this girl we knew, we called her Ox. I don't think I've told this story on here before, but I may have. Well, she phoned... And she was in an abusive relationship. Well, she phoned, told Hillbilly that he was fucking hitting her again. And we were probably, I'm going to say, 25 minutes, 30 minutes outside of town. Normally, at a normal speed. Well, we were at her door downtown in just over half that time. The hillbilly put that big old cowboy boot of his through the front bumper on that old 79 T-Bird and went fucking flying in. Pulled into the driveway and he jumped out and I wasn't fucking far behind, of course. But I'll tell you, for him being a big fat hillbilly on cowboy boots, that motherfucker can move when he's mad. He ain't a perfect person, but fuck, none of us are. But what he did when he burst through those fucking, that door when he went down those stairs, he went through, down the, because they lived in a basement suite. He went down those stairs, and then he grabbed that little motherfucker. And he started swinging. By the time I got down to the bottom of the stairs, the hillbilly had that motherfucker. And he'd probably stroked him three or four times already. Well, hillbilly needed him outside. Ox started screaming, the cops are on the way, the cops are on the way. Well, hillbilly grabbed that motherfucker by the scruff of his shirt and threw this little prick up the stairs. And that fat fucking hillbilly. <laughs> when he threw that cocksucker, he didn't let go of him. And that motherfucker that he threw, his feet didn't touch the ground till he was up that flight of fucking stairs. He touched the ground, and the hillbilly picked him back up, and he threw him into the side of this fucking... I guess it would have been... Probably early to mid-90s, Dodge Dakota, maybe a little older than that. Canopy on it, extended cab, 
when the hillbilly threw him into that thing and just started fucking driving his head off of it. And it was the funniest thing in the fucking world <laughs> because <laughs> he smacked him into it and it clicked in the hillbilly's head that the weight going into that fucking Dakota would go away from him and then it would bring that little prick back towards him and he could fucking drive him again. So he was using the weight of the truck and the weight of this little prick all against this little cocksucker. Well, Hawk started screaming again, the cops are on the way, the cops are on the way. And I don't remember if it was me that reached in and grabbed that little motherfucker and drug him down and set him down in front of that big old T-bird. Or if it was the hillbilly. But the hillbilly was fucking wound right up and I just looked at him and I said, take a step back, I'll stand here, he's had enough. Cops are on the way. And he was pacing and trying to calm himself down a little bit before the cops got there and trying to clean his fucking knuckles up. Well, a little prick started trying to beak with his broken fucking jaw. I started getting mad and Ox saw that I was getting mad and she grabbed the hillbilly and the hillbilly come over and he looked at me and said, you told me he had enough. You can't give him no more. Well, <laughs> we settled down and oh, it was probably four or five minutes, so he could have gotten a little worse than what he did, and the cops finally showed up, and it just happened to be two female officers that showed up. Well, these two female officers got out and straight to Ox, and they asked her what was going on, and she told them that he was beating on her, and she phoned us to try and stop it till they got there and they took one look at him and they took a look at the hillbilly and me they looked back at him and said so what happened to him well ox looked at the rcmp officers <laughs> and said well when the boys were escorting him out the door he tried to squirm and ended up falling down the stairs cop looked over at me and the hillbilly and says is that true both of us, yep, that's what she said, that's what happened. Cops looked at him, he couldn't say a fucking thing, because like I said, his jaw was broke, his face was fucked up. Little prick got everything he deserved. Took a nasty, nasty beating, so they put him in handcuffs, charged him with assault, sent us on our way. We took Ox out to the bar, and we had a good night, and made sure she was okay, and... Nothing major was wrong with her. It only hit her once or twice before we got there. He was just a little prick. It wasn't a very big guy at all. But she was pretty big, so she could she could handle herself. But regardless, that shit don't fucking fly. We may have been big peckerheads and done a lot of dumb shit, but you don't fucking raise a hand to a woman. And then <laughs> another one. I don't remember if I was there or not. So this is a hearsay story is what I'm telling you. Now, whether or not it's actually a hearsay, hearsay story or not is up to you to, to decide. But we were partying in another bar. Or they were, sorry. <laughs> and I won't say who the they was. 
but there was an old station wagon involved that had a ball hitch. Well, we were in and out of the bar all night long. I think we had some booze in the, I mean, they had some booze in the station wagon. And, uh, <laughs> one time we went out and there was a couple, they were having an argument at the bar. Not a big deal. It happens all the time. Stand out there, have a smoke, have a couple of drinks. Nothing major's going on. Go back in. Come back outside about 15, 20 minutes later because they haven't come back in. So just go out and maybe they fucked off. Maybe they're banging in the car somewhere. Who the fuck knows, right? Well, these guys go back out to the parking lot to check and uh, just as they're walking out the door buddy's fist goes up and planted one right on this chick's face well these three guys apparently bum rushed him beat the ever-loving fuck out of him and asked him if he was ever going to raise a hand to a woman again well apparently he said that he'd do what the fuck he wanted. Well, apparently these three guys didn't take very kindly to that. The next thing, you, oh, if you guys have probably all seen American History X, the curb stomp scene. Pretty brutal scene. Well, imagine that when you put the face over top of the ball hitch and then a big boot comes down on top of the back of the head. Well, that shit will break a jaw as well as teeth. But apparently when that happens, a jaw can possibly lock when it breaks that bad. Either that or out of fear, dumbass bit down and wouldn't let go. And allegedly... Two out of the three guys grabbed a hold of an ear each and tried to pull the head off the ball hitch. Well, the head wouldn't come off the ball hitch. Came a little bit, but wouldn't come all the way. Then, apparently, they panicked a little bit, jumped into the car, and drove away, dragging this woman beater behind the station wagon for 15 or 20 feet till either the woman beater decided to release the jaw or enough teeth broke that the jaw came off the ball hitch. So these are a couple of the stories as to why that song makes me uh, have some memories. There was a few other instances of things like that, but it is what it is. I guess the moral of this short little episode here was uh, don't hit a woman. Because I think we've probably all heard of fuck around and find out. Well, I can guarantee you 
those two that I just told stories about fucked around and they found out. And that first little prick, the one that the hillbilly fucking (laughs) rocked that little cocksucker's world. We were partying in a bar probably about a year later. It's one of the bars we worked in. I don't think we were working that night. But a little cocksucker sent his new girlfriend into the bar. Because he walked in, saw us, turned around and left. Sent his new girlfriend in. I think it was his new girlfriend or one of his friends or something. And had them beg for us to not fucking beat him within an inch of his life again. So, Hillbilly said, that's fine. He pointed over the corner and said, that's where he can fucking all night, and if I see him make the wrong move towards a woman, period, he's gonna get it again. Like I said, we were shitheads. We did a lot of bad shit. But there were some lines... You did never, never not cross. I think that was a double negative. I don't know. Words aren't working well tonight. But to anybody out there listening that has ever raised a hand to a woman, you never know when that motherfucker that's going to tell her to wait in the truck is coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> And again, huge shout out to my listeners, new ones, old ones. Like it, comment, share, whatever platform you're listening on it. Like, subscribe, whatever, I'd really appreciate it. And yeah, like I said, this is going to be kind of a short one. We're, it is what it is, consistently inconsistent, my friends. So, on that note... Oh, I gotta give these guys a shout out. It's been a while. Dusty Shedwood Company. Get over there and check out the page. They have been doing some crazy, crazy stuff again. Building something, something for uh, the daughter. She's a little sweetheart, and she's a very, very creative daddy and a smoking hot mummy. <laughs> So get over there, check it out, order something, send them a message. Tell them you're checking them out because they messed up Northern Boy. Why not? Ain't going to take no time out of your day, really. And you're going to see some cool stuff. And the dick in the box. Who doesn't want a dick in the box? All right, so go check them out. And, uh... Don't walk a mile in my shoes, because that won't impress me. Live 30 seconds in my head, and you will understand why I'm a messenger boy, and these are my tales.